On today's episode, we're going across the world on a one-lane bridge, season one, episode six. The name of this episode is Answers. It is the season finale, right? Yes, this is a six-part series, and it's a New Zealand drama. A New Zealand drama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that the only way they've put it? Well, they've also put it as, like, kind of supernatural as well. Yeah, that's what I was getting towards. Yeah. um, Because it centers around a medium cop, which is another way of saying they have a second sight, or as he puts it, a gift. He also calls it Metehite, I think, on several occasions throughout the episode. I wanted to ask, because with shows like this um, that have kind of, I don't want to say outlandish plots, but weird plots to say the least, did it do a good job? Because you have shows that can do a good job with weird twists, like Supernatural, really successful, can go on for 15 seasons. But then you can have other shows that like are really kind of cheesy, like Godfriended Me, which I know isn't like a cop thing, but it's... If you're going into this comparing it to Supernatural or any show that really hinges upon constant supernatural drama mm-hmm. uh, you're going into the wrong show oh, okay. this is just a tame show it's more compared to like psych or i zombie where the main character has a niche um because he's able to talk to the dead maybe like ghost whisperer in a way is it, it does it have dark comedy in it no not really oh, okay this so. is very tame like i said straightforward uh, there's not a lot of plot going on. Um, the main character is, or the whole storyline, I think, revolves around this mystery that they've been trying to solve about Andrew Ryder's death. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and also it centers around a murder. That's, um, yeah, his death. Yeah, but also from a farmer uh, named Grubb, who I think murder was murdered in the first episode. Uh, the show has oddly been kind of compared to Broadchurch. Um, because uh, what I have here is a mix between international blockbusters like Broadchurch and small-town familiarity type of television. Extremely small-town, because the cops here would not exist in a big town. They were petty in a lot of ways. Uh, The main character, Artiki, um, starts to suspect his boss is part of the reason why Grubb died. He's not sure if he killed him. But he starts to look around or his desk and finds evidence that makes him more suspect. Um, and the boss kind of catches on to that fact because the deputy rats out Artiki for snooping around yeah, yeah. him. And uh, then you kind of get this full 20 minutes at the end of the thing where he, the boss is making ominous threats because they're all on a rabbit shooting hunt. And he keeps on like sort of pointing the gun at him. But then it kind of veers off at the end, and we solve the mystery of Andrew Ryder's death. But nothing really happens with the boss. Strange. Yeah. I, one thing I did find funny about, you mentioned uh, Artiki, is that his name is Dominic Ona Ariki. <laughs> so is that, it Ariki? Yeah, it's I, not I, Artiki? I think it's Ariki. Okay, I thought there was a T in there for the longest no, time. But uh, I find it funny how the last name of the actual actor is the first name of his character. Um, but yeah, the, some people you're mentioning the characters, they're not too keen on the characters. They find them kind of bland. Uh, they like the acting from uh, Dominic Ona and uh, Joel Tobek, who apparently is someone who's pretty famous in New Zealand and has even broken into media um, in America with shows like Sons of Anarchy. Uh, they like the acting, but they find the characters. Who do you play? Uh, Joel Tobek played Steven. Yeah, Steven's the boss. Yeah, he's, he's the police chief. They find, like, his character kind of bland. 
Like in that, like not really. Well, you just said that. Back some people found him like compelling and other stuff. Like he's broken into the Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah, and again, they like the acting, but they find the character bland. Like they don't see a lot of backstory with him, and that's kind of the main thing about the show. They're not huge on the characters, but it has been um, praised for its uh, sights. Like it's um, filmed in Queenstown Mm -hmm. in New Zealand, and. A lot of people have said that it fits the brooding tone really well, and like they so have that's these that's more the Broadchurch type of comparison, I think, because there's a lot of sightseeing in Broadchurch, um, especially when you have the giant uh, thing the fall the kid falls on. Yeah, yeah, the not the mountain, but whatever you want to call it, cliff. Uh, in this show, you have more hilltops, and when they were doing the rabbit hunt, there were like no trees on the ground or anything, so it was just you'd see a human and then just flatness of earth and maybe a little bit of shrubbery everywhere but it was kind of a cool shot to have for the last ending part so yeah there's nothing against the scenery but if that's the best thing you can say about a show then that's not well that compelling i can see why the characters were considered bland it it might be actually the best thing about the show because great southern television which is the production company that produces this their part owner philip smith wanted to make a show set in Queenstown because he felt that like whenever Queenstown is portrayed mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of odd at for its like uh, beauty in a way but not for like the actual town in and of itself so uh, they decided to once they pitched this idea actually put it in Queenstown one thing I have to ask is was this show artsy in any way uh, because the reason I ask is is that the first scene of the show in the first episode is praised a lot. Um, it starts off with a drowned girl, and then it pans out to two devices on the side of the shore, and then it pans up to a person who's hanging themselves, and then on the bridge it shows a crash. This is all aftermath of like four dead bodies, and that's and it was like very eerie because I looked it up because I was interested. So does the show try to kind of give this creepy artsy vibe or is it just kind of... So what you were probably seeing there was our... How do you pronounce his name again? Ariki? Ariki, yeah. Okay, so you were probably seeing Ariki's like... Because he's a medium, remember? So he can see a bunch of dead people. And so at the end, you see him kayaking towards the bridge again. Where's the... Apparently, he can only use his power near the bridge. Mm. So whenever he's near the bridge, though, he sees some sort of sign that will help him solve his case or it will show him just dead bodies so i'm watching him kayak and he's just kind of ignoring these dead bodies on the side of the stream and i'm just like oh okay this is clearly he knows that it's fake um and then he sees that hanging dude again and it's the hanging dude that turns around this time and we get a good shot of him and it's actually steven so I assume in the first episode we didn't know it was Steven or if it was... Yeah, they, it, did, they didn't show him it may have, It may have been someone else, yeah. Um, and so basically he's finding out that he was being warned that Steven was going to die there, possibly. Okay, In yeah. the future. And so throughout this episode he's been thinking Steven was the perpetrator of something evil. But really he, it may have been a warning that he is going to be the victim of something evil. But there's, there is something that Steven is definitely hiding, because even though they're friends, um, this is the episode where our, our he comes to Steven and says, I have this superpower gift. This is before he suspects him of anything. And this is where Steven originally kind of rebuffs him and says, no, we're closing this case. It's over. And then he does come to him and he's like, okay, show me what you got. 
Um, but then when he says that and they go to the bridge, that's when he starts getting really suspicious of, of Steven of doing something. Yeah, this show has had a problem uh, with... But, yeah, sorry, last thing. But okay. Steven is like hiding money and stuff. Uh, and he also took that grub guy, right? Like his tooth right, yeah. or something that he was holding in his hand um, from the autopsy room and kind of just kept it in his desk with no real explanation as to why he did that. That's so strange, yeah. there's so, probably so just information that he has that he's not willing to give up. So we're definitely supposed to think in this show that Steven, the main cop person, is evil. That's that's what they're hinting at a lot? Um, yeah, for some of the episode, they definitely are when he's like shooting the rabbits and stuff. But he, they never outright say it. So by the end there, you kind of more are leaning towards the idea that he's hiding something, but he's not a bad dude. Like, he, we find out he didn't have anything to do with Andrew Ryder's death, which is a big deal. And they come to the conclusion that it was actually a Braith, uh, um, a Waithright. The, the Riders and the Waithrights are, like, two, com- or two friendly families, actually. And I think that Andrew Ryder and David Braithwaite, sorry, no, yeah, so Braithwaite uh, had a relationship, and... It says uh, when he was confessing right before he killed himself, he was like, um, they were kissing and then they were fighting and then because over the property dispute of whether or not they should sell the land and uh, he never should have killed the guy. He felt really guilty about it. But yeah, that storyline, again, is pretty dull because it takes the entire episode to kind of just have... Um, Ariki just kind of walk into the confession. Well, I was going to ask, because the show has had a problem with pacing, and this is the season finale that you watched, and it's being renewed because it had a lot of high viewership numbers. Interesting. Um, yeah. But, but like, it doesn't seem like for the season finale they really figured anything out except for who killed um, Andrew Ryder. Yeah, so. but that seemed to be the really the only big issue. Like, the thing about Grub, right? Yeah. Uh, is he uh, he didn't play too much of a factor in the episode like he's dead they weren't really concentrating on his case and it was more just a lingering plot line of what's going to happen to Steven in the future um, the other thing that happened was uh, in the previously Ariki ate a gecko and it was crunchy and uh, they, show, they show that in the previously yeah and then he talks about it in this episode having eaten the gecko on the bridge to the lady in the wheelchair, who I think has a relationship with Steven. Um, and she has also a gecko tattoo on the back of her neck. So she also has some sort of connection to the bridge or something mysterious that goes on in that town. But they really don't inspire you to want to learn too much more about it. That's, yeah, that's very odd. One, one little side note that I have though is that like, I had to watch Cardinal for the podcast that took place in the cold town. There are a ton of these different shows that take place in like these places that are pretty cold, like New Zealand. I don't know, usually know why they do that. Do you have Do you have any explanation for that? Because I can't figure it out. Why did it make for better, like footage? Maybe yeah, like better tones and stuff. Um, so it was surprising how much of the episode i said last 20 minutes were all concentrating on them kind of walking around with guns and shooting rabbits but like um yeah especially especially since that you know is the final that's where you're going to leave your viewers um this show was shot over three months 
uh, it had a $7 million budget for the first season. Um, but like I said, it's done really well in terms of viewership, even though the reviews have kind of been negative. The um, reviews in New Zealand? Reviews in New Zealand and reviews on IMDb. 5.9 on IMDb. Not, that's, that's not good. Not, not good. It has a 130 reviews as well, though. So, you know, so not that much to go off with on. With a grain of salt, maybe? Yeah. But, um... What other shows have, like, $7 million budgets? Is that That's relatively low, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to say... For six episodes, though? It's, well, okay. also, the, the funny thing about that is, I was just about to bring up a story that I read where apparently this show is being uh, bought back along with some other shows uh, by the same production company, Vegas and The Panthers, and $16 million is going to be spread out between those three shows. So I think it's a very local type of TV show that um they were trying to really get for people yeah so like one of the main problems that i had with ariki's ability is that it didn't seem very helpful at all like he presents it as a gift and obviously knows a little bit about it but he says i can see things i can hear things other people can't uh and then the boss responded like that wasn't on your cv that was like the extent of their jokes um but he, whenever he asks the bridge a question, he has to go to the bridge first of all. He stands there, he grabs the railing that looks like the bridge from Heroes. Do you remember that yeah, bridge from the yeah. first season? Yeah, first yeah. season. And he kind of just waits there, and and then suddenly like a figure will appear. But I think in previous episodes, he was actually able to converse with the ghosts. Oh, I was going to ask, yeah. So but, he, he doesn't actually speak with them. No, he's not able to do anything with the ghost or the sighting because it was just his boss staring at him. And oh, at one yeah, point, that's... he went with his boss. So you had a, his actual boss there talking to him and the other, <laughs> and just the guy staring at him in the background. And although it makes for a little bit of an intimidating shot, like it doesn't help the character solve anything. And it doesn't move the plot forward. Yeah. I mean, it, less about the plot, but just entertainment value. You kind of want to see someone's power work more. Like, this would be on the C list of, like, superhero powers uh -huh, if, yeah. if it was listed. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I, I thought that from reading what I was uh, seeing, that it was a slow burn. But mm -hmm. it just sounds like it's just, like, a really, really slow show. <laughs> yeah, this may have been just been kind of a weak ending. The nice thing was that... Andrew's, I think, wife, possibly, or someone related to him, had confessed to his murder because she... Lois, I think, is her name, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I think... So. No, her name is Kate. Oh, Kate, okay. Okay, so Kate, maybe not his wife, but someone had confessed to a murder, and uh, basically because they drink a lot and they black out and they thought they may have done it, and their daughter was really depressed at the idea of that happening, and they were able to let her go because of what they figured out with... Andrew Ryder's actual death and how it happened. So at the end, you get kind of a montage of her back on the tractor with her daughter and like her grandpa or something. And it's more touching than anything. I'm like, oh, wow, maybe if I'd seen the other five episodes, this would be sort of re a resolution that yeah. I'd be happy with. There's a little story with Emma, um, the daughter who kisses Ariki, but he kind of like rebuffs that because he's way older than her and yeah. he's like, um, so I, I'm sorry if we got our signals crossed and she's like you're really nice that's okay it was like the most oh, uh, yeah, like, um, no it wasn't even awkward from her point of view it was uh, kind of just like okay that's that's check marked in the storyline let's yeah, move I was on gonna say, like, why even have that in the show um, I, well she'd been sad the entire time so, so okay <laughs> yeah so one of my questions was did the cops act normal we kind of answered that not really the show, well there's not that many 
cops. There's the police chief, there's that deputy who ratted out Ariki, and then there's Ariki who kind of goes around trying to solve stuff all the time. Wow, so when you're talking about like a small police force, it's a really small police force. Yeah. Um, The show, I wanted to ask, does it have any like religious subtext to it? Because it does, because the actors brought up a lot during interviews, like about the spiritual aspect of him being able to have the second sight. Does it like have any of that, or is it just kind of like straight up? Well, the Moda Kite or whatever that he talks about having that second sight, I think it's supposed to have some sort of spiritual backing behind it because like why else would you be eating animals and stuff like that like i think it's to connect yourself with nature and i guess if you think about it that way the fight on killing of rabbits and stuff like everything is very um nature versus human um this is our land this is our property yeah let's not destroy it or anything like that right well i'm not like an environmentalist message but more just a connection with the grounds that you are a part of that makes sense that kind of is a driving factor throughout the whole thing um i didn't really have a super like well one thing i will say to its credit is that there weren't a bunch of conflicting storylines because um there's a lot of tv shows that go on these days that's like we got to make it super complex we have to have 15 different storylines even if like half of them are kind of boring and people are just waiting for the main one one, no this one would just follow basically Ariki the entire time and it's 40 minutes from his point of view the only thing that uh, hurts that is that his storyline with seeing Steven and being suspect doesn't resolve itself at the end it kind of just takes a left turn when they find the actual murderer to yeah that it, andrew yeah. maybe it was like going for a MacGuffin type of a vibe possibly but no it wasn't the trying to mislead you as much as kind of be like well we're gonna actually save this part for later because at first i was like well that ability really screwed him up he thought it was steven this whole time but then i was like oh he's been looking at grub's murder not at andrew's murder i so. find i find it strange when shows do that in the first season because i'm always like the killing did something similar but the killing got way more backlash because but more backlash oh okay yeah it got extremely uh people were fans were very angry because that was also a very direct message but there weren't multiple killings it was just the was, killing. was it after the first was it after the first season or was it like a different no season? it was a known like grievance of the first season oh, okay. which they sort of resolve in the second one um i one not th- sure what I would compare this to, but I would say that the rabbit shoot or rabbit hunt was like an Elmer Fudd factory. <laughs> like there were a bunch of there was a bunch of drunks, and then they kind of all went out and they were like, "You're gonna bag the rabbits, and I'm gonna shoot them." <laughs> like, <laughs> I find it uh, funny because actually some people you know this uh, were from the Almighty Johnsons. Like they were able to get a lot of people from that, so they pulled the Almighty Johnsons. Which was also a New Zealand-based show, I believe. That was like a comedy. And put in this, yeah. Which is which is what I was gonna say. It's so so different how they had that like different um, aesthetic. One other thing uh, I should or thought about when I was watching it is that this is the second show that has concentrated on a superhuman ability on a bridge. The other one being Nosferatu, where she had the shorter way bridge or whatever, where when she ran through it, she was able to travel through yeah. places. But, but again, was- that would be super cool if he was able to do something on this bridge that would teleport him other places so he could figure stuff out. Yeah, if he could, like, actually communicate with the ghosts So he could get out of that town and just, like, not worry about those people. And, yeah, Ariki was supposed to be, like, an outsider. That was the whole entire idea. At the end of it, basically, uh, the police chief confronts him and is like, how could you... Did you actually think I, like, killed Grub? And uh, Ariki responded 
something like it's always the dodgy cop or something like that and then he's like you'll be keeping an eye on me son and he's like ariki like (laughs) this dialogue my name is ariki yeah it's like very to the point well it's like he's an outsider he doesn't want to be like considered this guy's son he's not like some novice person he's he's his own detective and he's not gonna take any shit (laughs) yeah i don't know um yeah so overall this i would probably wouldn't give this show the higher rating unless you're holding on playing it in the background because if you're playing it in the background you're gonna be doing other stuff it's very easy to understand what's going on so yeah the title of the episode answers is a bit misleading because it doesn't really answer everything it just kind of concludes with most of the storylines like had it not gotten a second season run then I probably would be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be. But the show has done, uh, it has one word, uh, titles for everything. Like the first one was Arrival, Denial, Escape, Fall, Acceptance, and then the I'm ending cool one was that. Answers. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, It just needed a, like more answers maybe at the end. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or no, no, actually what it needed to do was not add the extra layer of the cop being evil because then you could, or I don't know, find uh, some solution yeah. to do it. I don't know why he's hiding money, um, but I think most people do, right? Like, maybe not in their walls, but, like, hide a stash of money just to have in an emergency. Yeah. I didn't see that as that suspicious. The tooth thing was such a weird uh, thing to find in his desk drawer because the way Ariki decides to, like, approach that is to start asking his boss about the dentist. (laughs) Like, I don't it's understand how that odd. sort of detective work would actually come to anything helpful for him. Yeah, I yeah. don't, yeah. That, like, unless the murderer, the thing I learned about this police force is unless the murderer comes out right in front of you and just tells you what happens, they'll arrest someone else who confesses to the same murder and then close the case. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they don't come off as the best police force except for Ariki who just kind of constantly questions what they're doing. So, that'll basically be our review for today. It's kind of hard to find this episode unless you're subscribed to New Zealand's uh, straight TBNZ1, channel. yeah. Yeah, so good luck if you're not. <laughs> um, and then uh, that'll be where we leave it. Yep. All, All right. right. Bye.